are listening to Super Movie Ball. It's the podcast about weird and underrated stuff we love. Movies, TV, anime, books, comics, anime, more anime, and even more anime. It's a sprite, but I'm still gonna. Yeah. Oh yeah! I can't think of a better way to start this out. Hey everybody, welcome to Super Movie Ball. This is Mac. That's right, I'm back. You thought because we uh, missed a week that we're gone. We're not gone. We're still here. It's just been real busy. It's been real busy and crazy. And I'm back to talk about something you've never heard of. Maybe. I don't know. I didn't hear about it until a couple of years ago, but it's pretty good. As always, I'm never alone, and I'm with the challenger guest. That's right. Challenger guest. Grr. He's he's an up and coming, and he's hungry for the title. It's John from Cinema... <laughs> it's John from Cinema Slop. He's yeah, back with we us love to talk John. about John's the best. short film Sorry. here. John, what's going on, buddy? How's uh, it going? No. I'll do it. I'll fix it in yeah, post. Yeah. I'll add a bunch and of crap make, noise. And and Ry- Riley's the worst, even though he doesn't know he's competing. <laughs> the best part is like... <laughs> he's he's going to listen to these all like in one week, I hope. Defend your just, title, you know, man. It's going gonna, it's gonna to make him like real mad, and then he's going to come on and just tear me apart. <laughs> <laughs> he's He can be brutal when he wants to be, man. He's, he's Don't be messing with the champ. Don't be messing with the champ. Yeah, yeah. My favorite part is I, I really hope you play these out of order so it makes extra little sense. <laughs> right. But. If you're listening out of order, you're like, what are they talking about? I have no idea. Yeah. No, but it's good to have John back guesting. Uh, we're going to be talking about a gun for George. But before we talk about that, John, what's going on with you, buddy? How's it going? Oh, it's going great. Uh, Thanksgiving has uh, finally come and passed, which means that we are sort of taking a seasonal break from the, the regularly scheduled episodes. But we've still got kind of a, a smattering of just randomness that's going to pop up in our feed throughout the next you know few weeks and months. So we're just we're just kind of goofing off, playing around, having a nice time. You, How about you? What's what's up? No, it's, I, to comment on what you just said, it's really great. I love it because it's nice to have like a regular feed um of stuff coming through but i have to say the other day there was a pop-up in your feed of a show that i that was unscheduled and just came out of nowhere and it was a nice little surprise yeah it was and uh, not not because i'm on the episode i'm not saying that because i'm on the episode but it was nice to see like oh i get i get two episodes for one this week well you know we had this young upstart feller uh you know he's he's a kid with a heart of gold and he just he knows movies and we thought we'd give him a shot so well he just sounds like i don't know he sounds like a piece of crap but i guess i'll have to trust your word on it yeah so check it out uh and by by it i mean the actual review is of the movie of it. the movie it so check um, it out which, when it can or it won't or maybe it will it when you will you illustrate a great point a great problem with it is that it is very hard to talk about it <laughs> <laughs> well it had some trouble talking about it wait i'm confused <laughs> anyway uh, to clarify it's 2017's it not the classic it that we all remember from our childhood also called it that's right well, not from our childhood, but from its childhood. Uh, Wait, what are we Tim talking? Tim Curry's childhood? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I love when he does that Awooga thing. It's weird. 
No, we yeah, Jason and I talked to <laughs> John's podcast partner Jason and I talked about it. And that episode will be well, it's already out on their podcast on Cinema Slop. You should definitely check that episode out. I really liked it. It was it was an interesting conversation when we, we talked about that and uh, there's a nice little surprise that John put in for us and it made me laugh the first time I hear it. Um, but Jason and I also talked about as a preview for this show, we talked about the 1990s version of uh, it, the miniseries. So that'll be coming pretty soon. That's a preview for that. But in the meantime, you can listen to uh, the Cinema Slops It episode. It's really great. And also check out the doodles and the website. It's really fun. John has great doodles on there. It's wonderful. It's, oh, it's so entertaining. I, I love just looking at him. I'm like, nice little doodles. Because it's just, it's different every time. And it's a lot of, it's a lot of, it's, a lot, it's fun. It's fun. I like it. But Oh, shucks. Ah, oh, shucks. But let's get into this thing. Uh, I would say spoilers, but th- I'm not going to do spoilers for this because there's nothing really to spoil. <laughs> Well, you probably could have watched the movie in the amount of time we spent on the intro. So. I was going to say, we, we've been spending yeah. a lot of time on this, but what we're going to be talking about is uh, the Matthew Holness uh, short from 2011 called A Gun for George. Uh, it's just a short film that he directed. Matthew Holness, if you don't know him, he's sort of known for Garth Marenghi's Dark Place, which was a parody TV show from 2004. There's only six episodes because that's how British TV works normally. There's usually only like six, seven, eight episodes in a series. Um, this one only has six. I have no idea why it didn't go for another series. Maybe he didn't want to do another series, but it's fantastic. It's a parody of like all those anthology, not anthology shows, but like horror TV shows that were kind of popular during that time period. It felt like almost like a mashup of the X-Files and General Hospital. It's it's a, it's a weird show, but uh, I'll get into Dark... Garth Marenghi's Dark Place, but Matthew Holness is, he's like a comedian and an actor and a writer and a musician and a director. He's really, really talented. He's incredibly funny. He's also known for a show that I've also watched called Time Trumpet, which is like a weird, like alternate reality uh, talk show. It's really funny and really weird. Uh, he's also, the characters from Garth Marenghi's Dark Place, uh, which was created by Matthew Holness and Richard A. Wade, who's from the It crowd. Or the IT crowd, depending on how you pronounce it. It's, it's actually the IT crowd, but here it's coming back. <laughs> but I say the IT crowd, actually. I think most people do. But the guy who plays Moss on that show, they created Garth Marenghi's Darth Dark Place, and they're both on the show. So the Richard, Richard AOA's character, who's like the boss of the hospital or the director, he's they take those characters and they kind of move them over to another show called Man to Man with Dean Lerner. On the show of Garth Marenghi's Dark Place... It's it's a basically a publisher, but he's like a pornographer, and he publishes pornography, and that's the only way this writer can get his like horror books published is through this guy. And so he's like, "Well, you can come on, be on my TV show based on my books." And so he's a terrible actor, and that's kind of the whole point of the show. And then like the Dean Lerner character goes, and he's on another British show called Man to Man with Dean Lerner, and he plays a talk show host. And then Matthew Holness is on that show playing different characters every week as special guests on this talk show, on this late night talk show. It's very weird. If you're really confused, just look up the descriptions. It's probably better than than what I have. But Matthew Holness has also been on The Office, the British version of The Office, and a show that's pretty recent, actually, called Toast of London, where he, I think he's on one episode of that. So he's all over the place. But, John, you were going to say something before. Oh, I, I think I was just going to say <laughs> that I just learned that I need to watch four new shows. Uh because I absolutely adored Dark Place. And you were like, and it's tied into this and this and this. And I'm just like, ah. <laughs> okay, it's really tied right. into Man to Man with Dean Lerner because it takes the character from that and does it. And actually, Garth Marenghi shows up on Man to Man on Dean Lerner on one episode. 
Where can you find those? You can find all of these things on uh, YouTube. I mean, <laughs> I'm I'm an, I'm a total a hole, and I totally imported the Garth Marenghi DVD. So you know. Oh, did you? You can also you do can, that. but it's only Region Two. Yeah. So if you can't, if you don't have a, a Region Zero DVD player or Blu-ray player or anything like that, you're gonna have to find some way to get it because they don't have it streaming anywhere. Um, the only place they do have it is on YouTube. So somebody's ripped them on there, but it, there's no real legal way to get them other than buying the Region 2 British. Well, I was going to say, I think you know I mean? um, before I got my player, I just used VLC because it'll, it, it doesn't yeah, seem to VLC care. Yeah, VLC will do. Yeah. It doesn't care. So you can use VLC if you, if you have DVD player that can read it, which most computer DVD players will read that stuff without any trouble. But that's, that's, a, it's the, the. The bad part about this is that a lot of people know Matthew Holness, but there's no way to actually get into his stuff without knowing a few things. You know what I mean? So, um, but you can definitely all the stuff I verified. You can watch it on on YouTube, or at least check out clips to see if you're into it. Um, Matthew Holness also has a, a film coming out, or actually, it's already out. I think it's on video on demand. Uh, it's called Possum. It's a psychological horror movie that he wrote and directed, so it's supposed to be really good from what I said, saw from the reviews. Um, now, I haven't heard anything bad about it. Sort but, of a dumb question. Um, I, yeah. I haven't seen anything on Possum, but is it, it, it's not comedic like the other stuff? Uh, it might have, a, it has, from what I hear, it has like a little bit of levity to it, but not very much. Okay. It's, it's kind of a more traditional psychological horror movie. So he's, he's sort of taking the, because uh, you know, all of these things are very like sort of genre-y, and he's very much like riffing on the genre and he's very clearly very intelligent about that but he's just sort of yeah. trying to do a straight version of of the show or the concepts and the genres he's done before this from what i understand is more of a straight version of a horror movie it might have some callbacks to things or so homages i haven't read too much about it because i don't i don't want to know too much about it going into it so i'm trying to keep the information at arm's distance until because i don't want it to taint too much of my view but I did just read like a couple of like quick reviews, mm -hmm. like two or three line reviews saying this is really good. It's something different. It'll freak you out. You know, it's it's a it's the kind of horror movies that we need now. You know what I mean? I love being freaked out. Oh, I love being freaked out. And I like every like you said, everything he does is very intelligent and very thoughtful, including the short film that he did. Um, which we can actually get into. Is there anything else? I actually wanted to talk to you, John, because I've been doing most of the talking. What's your you, you mentioned some stuff. What's your relationship with the uh, relationship? What am I talking about? What's your experience with Matthew Holness? Well, it's complicated. <laughs> <laughs> with no, Matthew Holness, um, yeah. Honestly, Matthew Holness is a name that like I don't really know his name as a... Uh, I, don't, I don't really know his name um, individually. I was really, you know, it's Dark Places is how I am familiar with this stuff. I haven't watched the It crowd yet. Or the IT oh, crowd, really? whatever you want to talk, oh. call it. No, I haven't. But he's I don't think he's um, in that at all. Well, I, I haven't watched any of the things that you've okay. mentioned except okay. Dark Place. And basically I just I stumbled on um a YouTube clip of the scene at the funeral from Dark Place. And after watching that one scene, I just ordered the set from the UK. I was like, I have to have this in my oh, life. Oh yeah. And I, th I and I adored it. And that's it. That's it. That's the whole story. <laughs> well, I mean, that's not a bad thing. That's pretty much what he's known for. He's not really known for anything else. He is in every episode of Man to Man D Learner because he he plays different characters um, each mm -hmm. week, uh, which he does a really good job. He actually has pretty good range uh, as an actor. I think he's pretty good. I want to say that I first saw Garth Marenghi's Dark Place on. It was on Adult Swim, I think, for a while back in the day. Yeah, I think it. it I read that it did a like a one run in the U.S. Yeah, and that was it for six episodes. Like you know, that's like you know a month and a half, and, and then, then it's gone. gone. <laughs> yeah. So I because I, that's how I 
came across it and I think I saw one episode and I was like I was like you I was like I, I gotta find this I gotta find the rest of of this stuff so I think if you watch 40 seconds of Dark Place you'll immediately know if you get it and if it's for right you. It's, it's my why my know. wife cannot stand it but um <laughs> but I saw it and I was like oh no I, I'm totally into this this guy he gets it and yeah. I get what he's trying to do and it's, it's really great in this a gun for George again it's only 17 minutes long if you want to find it it's on YouTube just type in a gun for George and you'll be able to pull it up like I said it's very short but I think it's actually pretty well done um he wrote and directed I think he wrote and yeah he wrote and directed this little short film but at first I didn't realize just getting into this that it was modern day because mm-hmm. I mean it's from 2011 but you know it's supposed to be modern day because it has very much a gritty 70s cinema aesthetic to it oh yeah like um it's like death wish death wish or uh, not necessarily like dirty harry but like like that just grimy big city well the colors sort of are reminiscent of that like slightly um i don't know like muddy sort of color palette you know muted Um, so it it does have that dirty hairy feel in the visual sense yeah his well his hair he's got huge mutton chops and a big huge like bushy mustache so and he's wearing like a 70s style suit you know it's not it's not he's got a little bit of flair to his pants but they don't not exactly bell bottoms but they're a little bit of flair to him so i was confused when because it when it starts out it it feels like the 70s and he's driving like a 70s style car Mm -hmm. essentially do you want to like describe what this movie's about there's not a whole lot to it yeah i mean the basic the basic feel is definitely a throwback to that death wish um vigilante movie we we get in the opening we 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 learn that there's two guys and one of them was killed by punks and his name was george and basically the surviving brother is now obsessed with revenge and uh you know the the car that his brother was murdered in his brother's car his car i couldn't even tell um, but it becomes apparent that his that that's his life's obsession, and he's been writing these fantasy novels. Um, under the, what is it? The 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 reprisalizer, right? The reprisalizer, <laughs> and basically the reprisalizer character is the Charles Bronson vigilante, like crimes out of control. I'm going to take it to my own hands, but it's all a fantasy in this guy's head. So he's just he's basically writing self published books about getting revenge for all the things around him specifically his brother's death but whatever else bugs him too yeah so so he's just trying to get these published they're like self-published and he's on the cover of the of each of the novels and i just some of the book titles they're all start out with reprisalizer because that's the name of the mm-hmm. character the first one is that we see is called reprisalizer i comma the fury the next one is called reprisalizer i write wrong <laughs> and which is such it's, and then the, it's a nice little uh, pun yeah <laughs> and then the last one is the <laughs> i will is the last one for that one so and they all have like they look like um movie posters like 70 like uh gritty revenge uh vigilante movie posters on the book covers so his average like generic looking car is named george and he drives around like no one wants to carry his book and like his publisher's making fun of him and it's like i'm not gonna publish your book he goes to visit a friend in the hospital the doctors kick him out because he's too noisy because his books are just like crazy they talk about like ultra violence and it didn't i didn't really know it wasn't like the 70s until he gets to the library and then he 
start starts talking about publish my book online. Right. Yeah. You know, just have it just have it be online. It doesn't have to be in the library, but make sure people can get it online. And he's arguing with the librarian. And the best part about that is he threatens the librarian with making the library better. <laughs> well, this okay. <laughs> and and I I do air quotes with that yeah. better and sorting uh, the the books by genre, which is just so ridiculous. Well, and, and that was one of the things that I really in, kind of enjoyed was like, this is where the shades of Garth uh, Marenghi came in is like, yes, all of his threats were just amazing. Cause he's like, every time somebody upsets him, you, you get these transitions to like uh reprisalizer, like scenarios where he's like exacting his revenge or he starts verbally, you know, berating people. And one of them I wrote down was of course, I'll come back. And when I do, I'll rearrange the library by genre. <laughs> like th- those Garth Marenghi, like trailers when people make him mad were like just amazing little vignettes mixed in, you know? Oh, I love that because it's like it turns into the gritty 70s cinema style Mm -hmm. violence uh, of his daydreams of what he wants to do. Like if he was the reprisalizer, what would he do? And I was like, I totally watched these daydreams. And the movie is already looks like it's from the 70s. But when it goes into the daydreams, you get like the artifacts Mm -hmm. and like the cigarette burns and stuff like that. And it looks very 70s and and it becomes more stylized. And then like it it gets Um, the voiceover that you get from like the 70s trailers, (laughs) lots of uh, long right. shots and then like um, jazz flute pops in you know like it <laughs> all of that stuff yeah. it's got a good feel to it yeah so like I mean all, all of those things like amp up to the 11th degree during those those moments but they become trailers for his vengeance you know it's great it's great they're so perfect uh, it's like that uh, what do you call it like the not the midnight cinema but the um, oh, grindhouse Grindhouse, yeah. Couldn't think of the word. It's very Grindhouse stuff. Well, except that they're like all related to the plot that's developing. You know, it's like the one is related to him getting kicked out of the university. And then like there's, yes. he meets some punks in the street. And it, but it's like it, you see the inspiration for his books. All of the books that you see throughout the move, throughout the episode are being written about like the time he went to the grocery store and the cashier wouldn't give him proper change. You know, it's like you realize <laughs> all of these hyperbolic scenarios are just coming out of whatever mundane happens to him but he's so traumatized by the the george thing that now everything is like uh so dramatic you know right it's 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 really well done it's it's actually a nice little short film it it has a like a lot of his stuff there's a sense of like melancholy and sadness that goes through throughout the the film especially sort of in the end like you could read it, I think a couple of ways. Because I don't know, do we want to ruin the end for the audience? I think I think we do because there, there's something I want to say about the end. So we'll, okay, go ahead. Well, I was just gonna say um, he's he's been reading his crazy books to a guy who's in the hospital dying, and the guy yeah. wills him his stuff. And the melancholy is basically like from that moment through the end, where he goes yeah. to the guy's apartment and he's looking through, and he sees that the guy's actually collected his books, but then he finds a safe with a with a gun in it. And the movie basically ends with him getting the gun, like loading it and then like striking a couple of poses when he hears like noises in the hallway or whatever. And then he goes to the window and he like opens the curtain while he's holding the gun. And it ends on like an over the shoulder shot of him in silhouette, like holding the gun, like striking a reprisalizer pose. And to me, it was like it was melancholy. But at that moment, I was like, okay, he is the reprisalizer. You can now make this a TV show. (laughs) I Well, I was part of me is like. 
because this this world that this movie or you know the film has like two sides to it it has a fantasy side mm-hmm. and the reality side so i kind of felt two different things i felt the the real side was like this is really sad this guy feels powerless right. um in his life you know he lost his brother he lost his only fan what we could see him for his work he's the only one that cares and he's like a 91 year old man that's practically in a coma practically and then the other side of me is like no this is really funny like the fantasy stuff is really Mm -hmm. good it's it's that 70s and i think it's parody it's not satirical it's parody because there's there's a a certain amount of love to it right and it's also for comedic effect but i was like yeah now we can make this into a tv tv show well it's 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 the moment like this was the pilot for the show right like (laughs) right it's the moment where he goes from i'm a writer about getting vengeance to i'm now charles bronson you know right so now if you make it a show you can make it a running story and you've got all the elements in place you've got you know his penchant for you know dramatization you've got the -the over-the-top cartoonish violence you've got all the (laughs) the movie trailer stuff you've got the fact that he's trying to publish these books and that he has this like unchecked rage like (laughs) but he you know it's like i but to me it it really did feel like the start of something more than like a complete work in its own like it felt like right this this was the pre-credit sequence to the tv show you know yeah yeah no i felt the same way it's it's a really good ending not only just for the the short amount of story that's in it and for the character um, because it's it's not very long and it's not meant to be, but it's and I also like it because it's like it shows the potential for creating something more or bigger mm-hmm. than what it was. So it's it's a really good ending and it's, it's you should definitely, definitely check it out. Um, there's not a whole lot to this, but I just wanted to talk about it because I've been meaning to watch it for years now. And I finally get <laughs> even though it's 17 minutes long, it's weird. I should have watched it a long time ago, but I just, you know, you get distracted with stuff and you forget about it. But I was like, you know what? I'd like to talk about Matthew Holness because, you know, he's got a new movie out and Garth Marenghi's Dark Place has aged very well. Mm-hmm. And it's really good and it's really funny. You should definitely check it out. And you could watch this as like a little preview to see if you're into it i think darth garth Marenghi's dark place is better than this film well i think that the the emphasis in this is more dramatic yes i think that's appropriate given sort of the storyline you know and, and the whole like revenge plot but there's moments where the comedy feels very much like garth you know yes um yeah. so it's like it i always think it's interesting to see people who do this sort of genre comedy um because because garth is very respectful of horror and this is obviously vigilante <laughs> but it's it's always interesting to see how they take that sort of intelligent commentary and apply it to another genre like if yes. this guy if he did something on westerns i would watch it, it just because oh, yeah. you know like i want to yeah. see what he would do well that's why i'm excited about this um horror movie because even though it, it seems like it's more of a traditional horror movie i know it's it's gonna have some intelligence behind it some heart behind it and it's gonna have uh i it's it's gonna have something worth talking about. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's not a whole lot that I've seen him do that ha- didn't have a lot of thought behind it, yeah, and a lot of intelligence. So I like you said, if he made something about a western, I'm I would definitely watch that. I I I'd drop what I'm doing right now. I'd probably stop this recording this podcast <laughs> and go watch whatever. Just a Mac shaped silhouette on the other side of the FaceTime. <laughs> <laughs> just, like, just like completely gone which is funny you wouldn't, no. you wouldn't be moving very far to get to your youtube <laughs> no but i just i feel like i'd have to emphasize that no it's it's pretty good so um i take it you recommend yeah i mean short I, film i'd say definitely check it out um i i genuinely kind of hope that uh he comes back to this character because it does feel like a jumping off point 
and I would watch more. Yeah, that's a good point. I would definitely watch more of this, and I think it's definitely worth you checking out, even if you if you are familiar with Dark Place. Um, like I said, those other shows, Time Trumpet, that's more of an ensemble thing, but he is in that. And then Man to Man to Dean Lerner takes two of the characters from Dark Place and um, puts them into basically a sort of a new and different scenario. So it's it's different. So like like the Garth Marenghi's Dark Place has like a documentary behind the scenes kind of feel to it, and then the actual episode feel like the you know of the TV show. So this basically takes like the behind the scenes kind of stuff and like runs with it and expands on it or whatever a little more. Um, although it does have. Uh, because uh, Matthew Honus plays different characters, it does have like um, uh, you know he he plays like a movie actor, so there'll be a movie actor and they'll show a clip from the movie in it, or he'll play like a musician and it'll show like a music video from the musician. So like there's there's they're very similar, they're kind of like companion pieces so to each other uh, as they as you know they kind of cross over. So they're definitely worth checking out that stuff. But hopefully um, we talked about it. Maybe we can do. John, I'll invite you back to do Garth Marenghi's Dark Place, and maybe we can do two episodes, one on the first three episodes and one on the yeah, on the set last three, so that'd be great. I'd be game. Cool, cool. Anything you want to plug, John, for the people of the intro nets? Uh, well, I think um, our most current episode, like we said, is It, uh, and yeah. I think we've got some more Hawaii verse, stumming, uh, some more Hawaii verse coming up, uh, so, keep, so an, good. keep an eye out for, I think chronologically speaking hard ticket to hawaii's next yeah but i encourage you to, to air these out of order i really do just to <laughs> because i mean it's already our uh our third episode but the second movie so if you just want this plug to appear like what i don't care whatever <laughs> i don't think you're meant to sit down and watch andy sedaris movies in order i don't think you are i, I think you're just supposed to whatever one whichever title tickles your fancy the most that's the one you're watching <laughs> i think that just like alfred hitchcock it's impressive to see the journey of a true artist as he develops <laughs> in his craft i think uh that's the important thing that i'm doing uh if you want to join me on that journey Please. Or in this case, how Andy's Saris completely unraveled and devolved. <laughs> I was going to say a sleaze bucket. Uh, well, if he direct, if he devolved into that, he started at normal human and just took one step off, <laughs> and he was immediately done de-evolving. <laughs> He's oh god, those movies are so sleazy. It's like I just I'm getting all scummed up just talking about them. I'm, yes, uh, although. Uh, on the topic of scum if you want to avoid the worst of it just start with episode uh well just start with movie number two so movie number two because i was I gonna say you, episode yeah. number two would actually put you chronologically in the, the scummiest part but it seems like it hopefully it doesn't it didn't work out this time but hopefully i'll be getting in on the hawaii verse here pretty soon i'm pretty excited about that actually my favorite part uh, is how confused you're gonna be about all the backstory <laughs> <laughs> What backstory? There's no. You and I both know there's no backstory. Yeah, well, you you explain to me where the Bushido guy came from, okay? So, <laughs> uh, he was on set one day. That's true. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's pretty much it. No, okay. So yeah, definitely check those out. Uh, your last two episodes were it and um, what was it? It wasn't uh, hard Malibu to get Malibu Express, I think. Malibu Express. That's right. That's right. I just heard it, and I can't believe I just forgot that quickly. But definitely check those out. And also, go on uh, cinemaslop.com, check out the doodles. The doodles are on there, and there's some other information about the episodes and the movies they they do. Um, You'll also see uh, Super Movie Ball crossover episodes on there. As well, I'm adding Cinemaslop crossover episodes uh, on the supermovieball.com 
a website. So check that out too. John, thank you as always for coming on the show. No, thank you. Here. We're going to be taking down Riley pretty soon. Hopefully we're going to have like a, uh, what do, you, what do they call it? A battle royale. We're going to have a battle royale. Actually, that would be great to have a battle royale with all the guests of Super Movie Ball on here <laughs> and just get in and just fight it out. <laughs> I select Hammer. <laughs> hammer. <laughs> I'm not a skilled warrior, but I have a hammer. <laughs> you have a hammer? Um, I, I, I'm going to go with hand grenade, I think is my oh, man. weapon of choice. <laughs> you always got to one-up me. Well, you know, it was on the table, and nobody wants to use it, but I'm going to. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to drop it on the, it. The problem with the hand grenade is really it's a one-time-use weapon. You know, <laughs> It really is. It's. I'm just going to hug everybody and then just be like, pull the pin out with my teeth and just, we're going to all going to do it. We're going to go to movie heaven. <laughs> That's what's going to happen. Where we will watch more Andy Sedaris. <laughs> more Andy Sedaris. There. Tying it all in with a nice bow. Exactly. All right, John. That's it. Thank you for listening to Super Movie Ball. Thanks for coming on the show. Um, bye. We love you. <laughs> we do love you. We're the podcast that loves you back. <laughs> Bye. Do you like bacon? Sure you do. Do you like Kevin Bacon? Of course. Who doesn't? Well... Now you can have both, sort of, with Cinema Slop, using a copyrighted process known as backward beckoning. No, they don't go from tail to snout. They start with the porkmeister himself, Kevin Bacon, and the 1990s classic film Trimmers. From there, they gingerly process the film through what some have nicknamed the movie Bone Cruncher. Then, after the screams have died down, a favorite character or actor is chosen, and a movie is selected from a very choice catalog. Meet up with John and Jason on their filthy but funny journey as these two pork butts show you movie lovers what's what. Seven up some slop. You can find Cinema Slop wherever podcasts are sold. What have we here? My name is Chorb, and hey, you are the administrator of Cloud City. What are you doing here? You know me. Always gotta have a few side hustles. And what can I do for you, my little friend? I am in search of a pod which contains a cast. Chorb, my friend, we can definitely accommodate you. We have some select pod races, too, if you're in the market. No. No, thank you. We have all types of uh, podcasts here. A Star Wars podcast. Oh, I have just the thing. Here you go. Grand Moth talking. It's a piece of junk. You know what? That podcast saved my life quite a few times. Best Star Wars podcast in the galaxy. Oh, yeah? What's so great about it? Have a seat in that fine chillax chair, and we'll talk it over. Hmm, most comfortable. This is Grand Moth Talk. It's a fine, delicately curated, long-form discussion of the internationally and much-beloved Star Wars saga. It's handcrafted and tailored to the modern fanatic, such as yourself. (laughs) 
brought to you lovingly in weekly increments by the loquacious yet oh-so-soothing voices of your hosts, Riley, Jasmine, Jake, and the one they call Isaac. My Zard, I will take it. I accept your proposition. You don't by chance have a relative by the name of Porp, do you? Yes. I thought you might. What leads you down this line of Inquisition? I think I've seen him in here a few times. Yes. It was a pleasure doing business with you. Safe travels, Jorb. I commend you. And what about you? You listening, Chewbacca? <laughs> you said that right, old friend. That last episode was a doozy. <laughs>